0: Jesus promised his disciples in Acts 1.8, You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. Welcome to You Shall Receive Power. And here are your hosts, Etienne McClintock and Colin Hone.
1: Dear listener, greetings and a warm welcome. Thank you for tuning into the program again today. Colin and myself are delighted to have your company And just as we start, we just invite you to join us in prayer Gracious Father in heaven, we just dedicate this program to you once again As we spend time in your word And as we contemplate your incredible counsel of love toward us Father, we just pray for a fresh anointing of your Holy Spirit Illuminate our minds, help us understand the precious messages you have for us And the incredible privilege you offer each one of us For an intimate relationship with you This is our prayer, in Jesus' name Amen. Amen. So the Word of God is living and powerful. It says that the Word of God is God-breathed. And in the book of Revelation, the last book in the Bible, there are seven churches mentioned, and they are sequential in regards to timelines. They actually have a prophetic timeline. And the very last church, so the church in which we find ourselves in at the moment, and dear listener, you may not belong to a church, but this message is pertinent to you as well. There is wise counsel here because God loves you he wants to have a close association with you. Matter of fact, what we're going to read now, God has had sent an invitation to you. He's waiting for an RSVP from you <laughs> to have a meal with him. So we're going to read now from Revelation chapter 3 and verse 14, this message to the church of the Laodiceans. Now, the Laodiceans, the word there means the people judged or people's court. So these are the people under or during a judgment time, a judgment period.
2: And also, just to give you some background, the uh Church of Laodicea was located in modern-day uh, Turkey. Yeah, and so Laodicea had this up above Laodicea about five miles. Mm. Were these pools? Okay, right, hot, hot pools. Yeah, they were therapeutic. And but by the time the water got down to Laodicea five miles, it became lukewarm mm. and was undrinkable. So God uses this analogy to say, "Hey, listen, you're lukewarm." Right. Okay, so that's, that's just to give you some physical context. Context. Mm,
1: okay, thank you for so that. So
2: this, so this message is to the last day church, so mm. it's to our church today.
1: So God arranges his message around a physical manifestation of these hot pools that run down, and by the time it gets to the Laodicean mm. place, there it's, it's no longer hot. Yeah. I mean, like, but it's it, not cold yet.
2: <laughs> but it, yeah, but the thing is, cold's okay. Because yeah. right behind Laodicea, there was another river called Colais, the Colais river, which ran, ran down to Colossea. Ah, the church Coliseum which was pure, cold, refreshing water. Okay, and so cold is good. Yes, we always think cold is bad. Yeah, but actually, cold is good. When you drink cold, is it? It's good, isn't it? On you a drink hot day, drink, nothing like well, it. Or hot drink is good. But a lukewarm drink, it's no yeah, good. Yes, and yes. That's what God's saying. The church is like you're like a lukewarm drink. Right. You're lukewarm. You're not therapeutic mm. in any way. Okay. Yeah.
1: Wonderful. Now, thank you for that explanation. That makes sense. Now. Uh, Observe and listen Who is sending this message It says these things Says the Amen The faithful and true witness The beginning of the creation of God So the one that began God's creation The one who's faithful and Mm. true The one who's the Amen Is the one speaking to us here And that's none other than Jesus Christ That's right He says And he is very well acquainted with us He says I know your works That you are neither cold nor hot I wish
2: you were cold or hot See there? He wants us to be either cold or hot. That that's means right. he wants us to be therapeutic. Yeah. He wants us to taste good. I like that. And, that's, and see, because hot is good. Mm. Like you go, to, I go to a sauna. All right. Uh, maybe, usually once a week, and if you've ever gone and have a sauna and then have a cold shower and go back in sauna, hot and cold, it's very invigorating. It's invigorating, and therapeutic. You're yeah. Therapeutic. But lukewarm is just Good for the system Boost the
1: immune system as well Yeah,
2: lukewarm yeah. is yucky That's yeah, what that's, he's saying here I want you, I'd rather you want cold or hot Cold or hot
1: Yeah, so what it's saying here Lukewarm is actually worse than cold Because they would either have us cold or hot Obviously God wants us to be hot Christians But uh, yeah, you're not. you're not hot, you're not cold, you're lukewarm So then he says in verse 16 So then because you are lukewarm And neither cold nor hot I will vomit you out of my mouth mm. Okay, so that's not uh, an appetising
2: condition. Who's he? Who's he who, he's saying the lukewarm's the one he wants to vomit out his mouth. That's because right. Just when you drink a lukewarm drink, you feel like vomiting it out. That makes him sick. It's yeah. making God sick because God's people are lukewarm, mm. hot or cold. I think he says, if you're hot, if you're hot or cold, you're not going to be spewed out. So it's okay to be cold. But we think of oh, you're cold spiritually. I think it means more than this. I think it's deeper. I think it means that you're therapeutic. Hot right, and cold is okay. therapeutic because he's looking at the location. There was the river that was cold. That mm-hmm. the river of Colaeo, uh, I think it is, okay. that went down. It's well, an interesting co- way co- of looking at it. And the and the hot hot pools mm. ran down to later see it. That was therapeutic. Yes, both those were therapeutic. But lukewarm, not therapeutic
1: Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah, that definitely puts an interesting construct on it Mm. Now we are talking here about works So there's hot works, cold works, and lukewarm works And the lukewarm works are the ones that masquerade as hot works too, I I imagine Mm. But really the heart is not in it Mm. And then it says that you, uh, because you say So this is what the Laodicean in church says about itself Because you say, I am rich and have become wealthy And have need of nothing So we're talking about spiritual riches here because, okay, I've been enriched and I have become wealthy spiritually and have need of nothing. And it says, and you do not know. So there's a bit of ignorance in regards to the true condition. And you do not know that you are wretched, miserable,
2: poor, blind, and naked. So they don't see their true condition, do they? No. They haven't got a concept of really what we're like. Mm -hmm. Jesus is saying, you know, guys, you're wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked, and they don't even know it.
1: They they think we're okay. They're not really insincere people because they genuinely
2: don't know. Yeah, they just think they don't need anything. Yeah. Okay. So it
1: says, I counsel you to buy of me gold refined in the fire that you may be rich because it says that we're poor. So they will make us reach the gold refined in the fire mm-hmm. White raiment that you may be clothed That the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed yep. And anoint your eyes with eye self that you may see Now in the previous programs we have spoken about the eye self Which anoints our eyes So that is receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit So we can have spiritual discernment We can see spiritual things That's right and then the other one we've been dealing with in previous programs Is also the white raiment Which represents the righteousness of Christ So we will be clothed so that our spiritual nakedness is not revealed It means also taking away the filthy garments Our own righteousness, our filthy rags They are taken away And we are given the righteousness of Christ because, Which is a gift
2: Because when you, when you receive the I-Self The mm. spiritual discernment You really then see a true condition So the first step of coming out of Laodicea is to see your true condition. Yes, indeed. And that takes humility mm. to to realize that you are wretched, poor, blind and naked and miserable. And so it's the experience really is we need the eye sale first.
1: That's right. <laughs> so it's... we
2: can see what we really are like.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
2: we need then when we need, I reckon it's a reverse order. That's that's true. I think it's reverse order. The first one we need to experience the eye sale of mm. the baptism of the Holy Spirit.
3: Mm.
2: Which does two things. It gives us spiritual discernment So we can actually see our true spiritual condition. And once we see our true spiritual condition, then we can actually do something about it. But if you don't know what your true spiritual condition is, well, you you don't think I need anything.
1: Yeah, that's that's right.
2: So that's why we need the I-Self first. Mm.
1: Now, we're saying these things are a gift. However, the counselors that we are to buy, it says, Mm. I counsel you to buy from me. So that's the gold, the white raiment, and the anointing uh, I-Self. But I just want to put a text there because you spoke about the waters, you know, running from the top there. And by the time it hits low to sea, it's cool. Lukewarm. I want to lukewarm. Read, Luke, yeah, lukewarm. Sorry, not yeah. cool. Lukewarm. Mm. Now, I want to read about waters and how people are thirsty. And this is from Isaiah 55 verse mm. 1 because we we're talking about buying, but I'm saying it's a gift. And mm. I want to explain why. And the text mm. will help me do it. Mm. It says, Isaiah 55 verse 1. Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you who have no money. Come buy and eat. Yes, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for what is not bread and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and let your soul, the light itself in abundance. So we are invited here to come and buy without money, without price, and not to spend our money on, on things that don't satisfy And uh, on things which is not bread And we're talking about the bread of life Which is the Mm. word of God Mm. But then it invites us to come and spend time with the Lord So we can buy And we can eat And that our soul will delight itself in abundance Now we are coming to that invitation That we spoke about just before But I want to come back here So the the purchasing here is not us By trying to purchase our righteousness by our own works We are to buy Mm. without money, without price What is the price? Ourselves It's giving ourselves to the Lord because the Lord values and esteems us more highly than He even
2: esteemed life itself. And He demonstrated that at the cross. And He's saying, you know, come, Jesus says the same thing. Mm. In John chapter 7, verse 37 and 38, you know, this is the last day of the feast, right? Jesus stands up and cries out, saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Yeah. He who believes in me, as Scripture has said, out of his heart, will flow rivers of living water. He's referring back to the books of Isaiah, and I also think he's referring back to Ezekiel. Yes. Because rivers of living water will flow from within. Now, in Ezekiel, there was this, Ezekiel had this vision of a temple, and out of the temple on the east side, notice it was on the east side, a trickle of water came out of the temple.
1: Yeah.
2: And Ezekiel 47, I believe it is, and out of this this river, it formed a river, and it went right down and it brought healing wherever it went. Mm. And it went out, guess where it went to? To the sea. Okay. So, so just have this picture. Yes. This river of living water flowing from the temple, right, flowing out to the sea. When I say the word sea, what does that represent in the Bible? The seas.
1: Multitudes and nations. The nations. Tongues,
2: yes. Yeah. So these rivers of living water would flow from the temple and bring healing to the nations. Wherever this water went, it yes. brought healing. This is in Ezekiel 47. Mm -hmm. Now, get this, where Jesus says this in verse 38 of John chapter 7, He who believes in me, as Scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Mm. Now, what's he talking about here? Read on. Yes. But this he spoke concerning the Spirit. Amen. Whom those believing in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. Mm. So what Jesus is saying on the day of Pentecost... When they were filled with the Holy Spirit, we became the temple of the Lord. Yes. And out of our hearts flows living water that will bring healing to the nations. nations. In other words, we will be therapeutic. Mm. You so know? we
1: receive the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit then works through us and what flows out
2: of us is… Rivers of living water, that brings, living water. that brings healing to the nations. <laughs> mm. See, the gospel brings healing to the nations. Yeah, isn't that beautiful? It's the good news of the nations. So and Jesus, I love
1: the connection there in the, in the book of John. Yeah, with, with the with the waters, you know, and then and also uh, the rivers of living water
2: coming from your hearts, mm. says the Holy Spirit. He's there talking about in the Old Testament, where well, where did it, where did some living waters flow from the temple in Ezekiel forty seven that yes. brought healing to the nations? Mm, so I thought it was a lovely connection there. So that's what Jesus is saying: we need the Holy Spirit, yes, which yeah. is the I self, which is Christ in His Over glory, mm. so that we can bring healing to the nations. Yeah, so amen. let's keep moving on.
1: Okay, so it says there um, As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten Therefore be zealous and repent So this is a message of love And the rebuke that comes to um, startle us To wake us up from this uh Unknown spiritual spiritual lethargy, ignorance, whatever you want yeah, to call it, Leturgy, le, le, yes. Le, le, lethargy, yes, uh, is, is a message of love. And it says, therefore, be zealous and repent.
2: So and not then, just normally not just says repent. This is be zealous, really, mm, repenting.
1: Well, especially given the time that we live in because this is the very last church before Jesus comes.
2: So what's step one after this? he says you're going to need to buy all these things? And then he says zealously repent
1: zealously repent that's right so repentance is very important now when Jesus went about preaching he said repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand
2: John the Baptist what did he say? repent for the kingdom of heaven is at and hand what, what on the day of Pentecost what did Peter say? Be,
1: be, repent and be baptized that your sins will be blotted
2: out that Are the refreshing see, of the Lord will come you and you shall receive you. the Holy Spirit on yeah, the day of Pentecost that's right there's always a message of repentance mm. right through John the Baptist Jesus early church Last day church yes. is not just repent, it's zealously repent. You
1: know, and that brings me to a very interesting point that I've, I've noticed. There is a gospel that the Bible says that if anybody brings this gospel, let them be accursed. And I've heard messages of encouragement, but they don't preach the cross.
2: No There's repentance. No, no
1: repentance, no dying to self, no self-denial. There's almost a message that refers to if you do this, if you sow a seed and pay this money into my ministry, God will bless you and you become wealthy. It sounds but like no, they
2: have need of nothing. Yeah, that's it right. sounds like they're rich in wealth and they need of nothing.
1: Yeah. So these people will offer them riches, but it doesn't bring the cross and it doesn't bring this repentance, the true genuine repentance. Yeah. How often do you hear a sermon repentance with with the pleasant truth? So what I'm talking about pleasant truth, I'm contrasting that to present truth, which is the message for our time, which is this last church that God is speaking to. And that, dear listener, includes not only Colin and
2: myself, but it mm. also includes you. And the i of the Holy Spirit— also you read in John chapter sixteen, mm. the Holy Spirit convicts us of sin. That's right. That leads us to repentance.
1: Which right, and which we receive then the righteousness of Christ. Because yes. the next thing it
2: convicts us of is of righteousness. Yes. And then of judgment. And of judgment to come. Mm. So this is all you know connected here. So let's keep reading. He says Jesus saying, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Yes. So Jesus is knocking and saying, What's he saying? So is he inside or outside? It's outside. He's outside. He's trying to get in. And he's saying, Let me in. And then verse 21, what does he want What does he want us to do?
1: He says, if anyone hears my voice, so we've got to hear the voice of God through his word and mm. through the conviction of the Holy Spirit, and opens the door. So the, the handle is not on the
2: outside. The handle is on the inside. We're the only one that can open so it. So Jesus is knocking on the door saying, let me in. And That's all right. we've got to do is open the door, open the let door. Jesus in. And when we let Jesus in. He says, I will
1: come into him. Yep. So that really is really through the Holy Spirit. Yeah. The Holy Spirit can John come 14, into
2: Jesus says, it's through the Holy Spirit that yeah. I will not only be with you, the Holy Spirit's with you. But I'll be in you. Yeah, and John 14 tells us about Jesus and the Father mm. who will dwell in us through the Holy Spirit. So Jesus comes and dwells in us in the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I will come into him and
1: dine with him and he with me. So here's your invitation to that meal with the Lord.
2: That's right, because Jesus Beautiful. lives in us through The daily baptism or infilling or anointing of the Holy Spirit That's right
1: And then this beautiful yeah, This is the overcoming We spoke about it in the previous program as well Mm. This is the seventh time it's mentioned in the Revelation And we're only in chapter 3 It says to him who overcomes I will grant to sit with me on my throne As I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne Now That just blows me away That I know that Jesus is worthy Mm. That he can share the father's throne But that Jesus wants to share his throne with us Yes That just blows my mind It's just incredible But this is what he's offering us By overcoming And what is it overcomes the world It's the faith Our faith in Christ Jesus That overcomes the world So to him who overcomes I'll grant with me To sit on my throne As I also overcame And sat with my father On his throne And he who has an ear Let him hear what the spirit Says to the churches
2: Wow So we know that Jesus lives in us Through the Holy Spirit hmm. Which is absolutely necessary For us to experience The white raiment Of Christ's righteousness Because it's imputed and yes. imparted yeah. through the Holy Spirit So we've learned that this white raiment represents both Christ's what? Justifying and sanctifying righteousness. righteousness That's right Or he's imputed and imparted righteousness mm. And so experience the fullness of Christ's righteousness Which is the white, white raiment that Jesus speaks about here mm. Will next lead to the believer growing into the full character of Jesus So it's reverse yes. order First we need the what? Myself. Okay, so, we can so we can see ourselves clearly, mm. and we can repent. Yes. Yeah, so the conviction of sin that comes through the Holy Spirit. Repent, yes. and we see our true condition. Yeah. And also, we need need the ISO. We need the Holy Spirit, to, so Jesus can live in us. Mm. And when the Holy Spirit convicts us of sin, Jesus lives in us. We receive his imputed and imparted, imparted righteousness, which, which is his white, white raiment. raiment.
1: Which is the second thing the Holy Spirit convicts us because Jesus says he convicts of righteousness because I go to my father. So we yeah. still have an understanding of what righteousness is and we can receive it by
2: faith. And what will that do? That will next lead the believer to grow into the fullness character of Jesus, the sanctification mm, part. Yes. Which is the gold of faith and love. Okay. Beautiful. See, we will then reflect... The character of Jesus and which is made in gold gold of faith and love. Yeah. And so first faith refers to the hundred percent faith obedience to God and his law. Mm. This kind of faith can only happen as one allows Jesus to live out his faithful obedience to God in and through them.
1: Amen.
2: You know, that's why Paul wrote, didn't he, in Galatians two twenty. The only way that that he can obey God or live is having Jesus live in him. Mm. And what does he say? He says, First I, step
1: I am crucified with Christ. Step one That's right So what happens is we still need to die But Jesus has died so that we don't have to pay the price for our sins Yeah,
2: we're so dying to, to ourself, be, isn't yeah it?
1: So we've got to reconcile ourselves to the death of Christ on the cross Because when Christ died, we died with him That's right Crucified with Christ, nevertheless Christ. I live I'm still alive, Edian Yeah, I'm dead but I'm alive I'm still alive, aren't I? It's a miracle, isn't it? Yeah, yeah It's the miracle of, of uh, the rebirth or the regeneration or
2: reconversion Or whatever you want to but call because it because I've died to self And I was crucified With Christ mm. It's not I that live anymore mm. It's not Eddie That lives anymore It wasn't Paul That lives anymore It wasn't Saul It's Paul now That lives That's right It's not I live But Christ lives In me mm. And so the now, life That he now lives In the flesh So he still has A sinful nature Yeah Right But he now lives In the flesh I now live by the faith Of the son of God Who loved me And gave himself, himself For, for me. me Beautiful Yes Wow
1: So just connecting that, you know, gold that's refined in the fire. Obviously, there's a refining process there because this is what we counsel to buy, gold refined in the fire. We know that Jesus was perfected by the things that he suffered, and therefore he became the author of eternal salvation to those who believe in him. But in First Peter chapter one, we we have this connection of what the gold is and how the fire works, and also how faith mm. gets involved in it. And I just want to make the connection back to that message to Laodicea: this gold refined in the fire.
2: Yeah, what is this gold? It's, it's, what's it saying. First well, I'm going to read
1: verse seven, and then I'm going to read the context afterwards. If that makes, if that's so this okay. This is First
2: Peter, First chapter Peter one. chapter
1: one, and verse seven. Okay, it says that the genuineness of your faith. Being much more precious than gold. So it's saying that, you know, your faith is actually more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire. So here we have the gold refined by the fire, Mm. which means that our faith will be purified by fire as well. Mm. That perishes, though it is tested by fire, and may be found to the praise, honor and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So here again we see the second coming of Christ being brought into this. This is the last church. This is the church that's supposed to see the coming of Jesus
2: Christ. That's going to go through the most incredible persecution that the world's ever seen. That's it's right. The time, the time, of, time trouble. of trouble such as never has There's been. There's going to be laws made that are going to persecute God's people around the world. But revelation freedom would disappear. Revelation chapter 13. You won't be able to buy or sell mm. unless you receive the mark of the beast. That's right. So... These people have to go through a lot, so there's this trying experience. This, the gold has to be tried, doesn't it? That's right. Yeah. It has to be purified.
1: And then it says, whom you having not seen, this is verse 8, you love. So here we see the love coming into it. And though now you have not seen him yet believed, you rejoice with joy inexpressible, full of glory. So although there's a purification process, the joy is not taken away because we rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory. Now, just to give the context, uh, starting at verse 3, it talks about God. Uh, the Father of Jesus Christ being blessed. So it said, blessed be the God of Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again. So here it talks about the new birth experience mm-hmm. to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. So when Christ was raised, we were resurrected with him to a new and living hope. So when Christ died, we died. I'm crucified with Christ. When Christ was raised, we were raised we with, with him with as him. well. Yes. Exactly. To an inheritance. This is the promise of sharing the throne with Jesus Christ As we read there in the message to Laodicea, Incorruptible and undefiled That does not fade away Reserved in heaven for you So our citizenship is in heaven As it says in Philippians chapter 3 and verse 20 What's verse 5 say though? It says Who are kept by the power of God Through faith for salvation Ready to be revealed in the last time Wow So that ties back to that text That we have referred to in the previous program Where uh, it says there in 1st John chapter 3 verse 2 beloved now we are the children of God and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be but we know that when he is revealed the second coming of Jesus Christ mm. we shall be like him for we shall see him as he is and everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he
2: is pure because it says we're more we're more we're more um, better than gold better yeah better than gold that's that's right so this gold that needs to be tested, needs to be refined, it needs to be purified mm. This is the work God's doing And it's, it's, it's hard being purified Jesus speaks sure. about it in another way It's like in John chapter 14, 15 and 16 He talks about the vine, you know yes, right. And he talks You're about cutting, seeing. cutting The pruning Pruning So it can breeze, bear more fruit Does it hurt when you cut, get cut? Of course it does It does yeah, But it's yeah. for our benefit, isn't it? To, mm. We need to prune, be pruned to get the dead stuff off yeah. so we can produce more fruit
1: But the interesting thing is those who notice their defects And want to be like Jesus, who behold Jesus continually Want those defects taken away
2: That's right yeah. Search my heart, O Lord
1: That's dead right So here we see in verse 5 Who are kept by the power of God Now this program is called You Shall Receive Power And how are we to receive power? By the baptism of the
2: Holy Spirit, Hail the Holy Spirit. So yeah. we are
1: kept by the power of God through faith so faith's essential for salvation, ready to be revealed at the last time, which is the coming of Christ. Yep. And it says, and this you greatly rejoice. So although there's a pruning, that we greatly rejoice. Though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials. So here's that purification, mm. those, those trials, the furnace of that fire. And then it says that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold, that perishes, though it is tested by fire. So those talking about the various trials tested by fire may be found to the praise, honour, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ.
2: Well, wow. you know James says the same thing, doesn't he? Yeah, you know, he says it in James, the book of James, chapter uh, one, verse two. He says, "It's talking about profiting from trials." Mm. He says, "My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials." He's saying, "Count it joy." Mm. I don't know about you, Etienne, but do you, when you have trials in your life, do you um, are you joyful? Typically not. And normally I've been quite miserable at times. Yes.
1: But funny, you know, if you're walking with the Lord and you can see that you can trust all things, that all things work together for good to those who love the, the Lord, it does bring a joy to your heart. Well, That's James saw that.
2: They saw trials yeah. as God purifying the goal. Mm. And said, so, okay, the Lord's sending me trials, or not sending, allowing trials in my right. life yes. to develop my character. Because it goes on to say, knowing that the testing of your faith. Produces patience. Mm. Isn't patience one of the fruits of the Spirit? Yes, yes it is. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Mm. And so here he has saying that in verse twelve, blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him.
1: Incredible. So this produces patience, and we know one of the things that the saints have who keep the commandments of God is patience.
2: That's right, fruit of the Spirit. Mm. And talking about the fruit of the Spirit, um, I think we're going to take a break.
1: Okay, let's take a break, and we'll come back straight
4: after this message. Stay tuned. I expect that most people have wondered how sin originated. How does a good angel go bad like Lucifer? We can't explain it precisely, but we can observe what the Bible tells us. This is God commenting on Lucifer's experience in Isaiah fourteen, thirteen, and 14. For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Lucifer succumbed to self-exaltation. He was intelligent. He was beautiful. And he began to desire a position that he was not created for we ought to remember that the gifts and talents God has given us were given so that God would be glorified. Make it your business to use all that you are and all that you have to glorify God. I'm John Bradshaw for It Is Written. Let's live today by every word.
1: Dear listener, welcome back. We are discussing how trials play a part in purifying our faith so that it can work more effectively through love.
2: That's right. Yeah. So, secondly, the gold of love—it's faith and love—is the perfect love of God that can only manifest in one's life as they daily experience the Spirit's infilling mm. and allow Jesus to live out His, live out God's love in them. Yes. That's why Paul wrote in Romans chapter five, verse five, that the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by who? By the, the Holy, Holy Spirit which yeah. is given to us and Romans chapter 5 verse and 5 And the Holy
1: Spirit is mentioned there As given to us Which means it's a gift Just like God so loved the world That he gave his only begotten son As Jesus is a gift to the world So the Holy Spirit is gifted to the people who believe as well
2: And so as we have Jesus Like Paul says not I that live That's Christ lives in me As hmm. we have Jesus living in us We will see the fruits of the Spirit Which is Remember Patience is one of them Yeah Love, Love Joy, joy peace. peace Let's go to Galatians five twenty two. Okay We'll go there and let's read Galatians 5 verse 22 what, what the fruit of the Spirit is. And we see that it's love, joy, peace. Are you there?
1: Yes, I am. Yes. Okay.
2: So after peace comes long-suffering, kindness,
1: goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And it says
2: against such there is no law. That's right. And, and remember, how do we receive the fruit is through Jesus living out his life in and through us. Mm. And how do we receive Jesus? Through the Holy Spirit That's right Did you also know though That that the fruit of the Spirit Is also righteousness Mm. In Ephesians chapter 5 verse 9 Ephesians chapter 5 verse 9 If you can find that You're usually quicker than I am
1: Okay Ephesians 5 verse 9 says For the fruit of the Spirit Is in all goodness
2: Righteousness and truth There you go So the fruit of the Spirit Is righteousness isn't it Mm. And truth Mm. And so the, the the gold of love Is the perfect love of God It can only be Manifest in one's life As they daily Experience the Spirit infilling And allow Jesus Life to live out His life In and through us Yes And that's why Paul said The love of God Is shed on our hearts By the Holy Spirit Also it is only As one is filled With the Holy Spirit That the fruit of the Spirit Develops in the life Mm. The the first fruit Being love As we just found In Galatians 5 uh, Chapter 5 Verse 22 and 23 And this fruit Is actually The character of Christ. Mm. God is love Jesus is love Jesus is God Jesus is love And the fruit Actually the character of Christ Which is the white raiment And will grow into maturity, Ultimately manifesting The pure gold of his character 100% Mm. So you'll have pure Remember Those in the last days In Revelation chapter 14 Verse 6 to 12 What do they have? They have the faith of Jesus Jesus. They have the faith of Jesus And what does the faith of Jesus lead to? Keeping the commandments of God
1: That's right And and the commandments are The fulfilling of the law is love Love, agape Love is the fulfilling of the law And if you
2: love me Keep my commandments commandments. Jesus loved God And kept his commandments Mm. And so that's what will happen in the end When this goal is fully manifest You know when it's purified When it's fully complete 100% This goal will manifest in God's people Christ will then return to take them home That's when Jesus will come home Mm. That's why in that famous quote In Christ's Object Lessons page 69 uh, from Ellen White From the Spirit of Prophecy She says Christ is waiting With longing desire For the manifestation Of himself in his church That's right When we have the manifestation in church We'll reveal the gold mm. But at the moment It's a purifying process Yes We're going through A purifying process But when it's matured Then Christ will be Fully manifest in his church And it says When his character Well what's the character of Jesus Love, joy, peace, patience All the fruits of the That's Spirit right, yeah. Are manifest perfectly reproduced in his people then he will come to claim them as his own and so God allows trials he allows trials to come to his children in order to develop the gold of character within them remember we just spoke there what does James yes. chapter 1 verse 2 to 4 say
1: there's a considerate pure joy my brothers and sisters whenever you face trials of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anyth- anything. And that's reading from the NIV.
2: That's right. So the idea is to finish its work so that it may mature. God wants his crop to mature. Yeah. You know, he's waiting to pour out his latter rain of the Holy Spirit. Mm. But he has to refine us, purify us, mm. and uh, to prepare us for the latter rain so that we can be ready for the harvest. Represented in Revelation chapter 14 verse 6 And the three angels message At the end there's a harvest Yes Um, So in the physical world Intense heat is required to remove the dross From the quarried rock In order to get the pure gold isn't it That's right You've just got a tense heat isn't Mm. it It Removes all the rubbish So that you could just left with pure gold So also in the spiritual world The heat of trials and difficulties Are required to remove the dross of our lives So the pure gold of Christ's character will be revealed and again, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 6 and 7. I want to read this again because this is the journey that we need to go through.
1: Okay. Well, before we read it from the New King James, I'll read it from the NIV mm. this time. It says, In all this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had a, to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. Mm. These have come so that the proven genuineness
2: of your faith— So it tests your faith, doesn't it? Yeah. Like when a trial comes, what it do? It either sends you to God— or sends you away from right. God. Yeah. It reveals what what where your character's at. Yeah, so, you know. And sometimes in my life, I remember many years ago that you know God sent a troller. Well, not didn't send it, but he allowed it. Yes, it revealed where I was at, in mm. and where I was at is I ran away from God. This happened about. I've had the same thing about thirteen, fourteen years ago. I ran away from God, mm. like Jonah. You know, I just ran away. It revealed where I was at, yes. and so. So when I came back, I was aware that I had a character flaw, and like, God, can you fix this? Can mm. you take care of this? Obviously, when a trial comes, I don't have the faith to hold on. Yes, you know. In other words, I was, you know, my faith was in in, in um, sand. Mm. You know, it wasn't built on the rock, so it was unmovable, and that's what Jesus is trying to prepare us. Yeah, that's right. So keep reading that.
1: It says that these have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith. Of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed.
2: Wow, that's again when Jesus comes. Mm. Like First John, First John says there will be a people ready to meet Jesus. That's right. They will be refined, just mm. like Malachi chapter three says. They're refined by what? By, the- by fire. By, by the fire. Like, yeah. By the fire. By the refiner's fire. That's yeah. Right. And we've got this wonderful quote in Testimonies, Volume 4, page 540, that Ellen White wrote. And I think this really um, says it all. Do you want to read that?
1: It says, but time and circumstances will surely prove us and bring to light the gold of character to discover the baser metal. Mm. Not one of us is known or read of all men till the crucible of God tests us So there's a testing time isn't there Yeah so it's not when things go well that we genuinely demonstrate who we are It's when things aren't going well mm. That's when character is tested and true characters revealed now, it's when you are running late for work or whatever it is, and then you have a flat tire and someone cuts you off and people are driving silly and you're in a hurry and they're all driving like that, so it's the weekend.
2: Well, exactly. <laughs> all those things, you know. <laughs> it's easy to praise God when everything's going right. That's Let's right. take Peter, for example. What a great example. You have Peter on the, on the night of Gethsemane. Mm. I will die for you. Yes. You know, I am so, I love you so much, Jesus, that I will die for you. Mm. I'll do anything for you, you know. And then basically though When Jesus was arrested And he was okay with the sword While Jesus yeah, was there right. yeah. you know, He saw the dead men f- The Romans fall like dead men mm. Or they f- You know what I mean When Jesus first revealed who he was Didn't he He was happy to be a martyr or a hero In that regard That's right Yeah But when Jesus When the trial came upon him He split Yes he did He split and, uh, But after Jesus restored him Didn't he He did restore him yeah. Now he was tested again Later on He's tested when he's put in jail, okay, and he's mm. going to be martyred the next day. Yes. But not martyr with a sword. He's like in prison, and basically he was going to be executed the next day. Mm. And so what does Peter do this time? Well, Peter just falls asleep. He's that trusted in God. The trials and that, you know what I mean, were tested him. So he was going through a trial, but here he is. He had faith in God, and he was at peace. Mm. So he considered it pure joy. Just like James said, consider it pure joy. Incredible. So he falls asleep. It took an angel to wake him up, mm-hmm. all right? And uh, just amazing. And I guess it's the same with us, isn't it? Yeah. We get tested. It reveals where we're at, and then, and then we see that it's not good. He could
1: sleep like he had not a care in the world, knowing that tomorrow he could surrender his life for the, sake, for the cause of Christ. But he had absolute peace because he had love, joy, and peace. The fruit of the Spirit, by having baptism of the Spirit, he had the fruit of the Spirit in his life. And come what may, he knew that God ultimately was in control. And even if he was to lay, up, lay down his life for Christ's sake, he has eternal life.
2: That's right. So, so every base thought, every wrong action reveals some defect in the character, doesn't it? it and does. We all have yes. them. Mm. Uh, and so this purifying process is to reveal those character, you know, uh, character defects yeah. so that we can go to God and say, God, mm. fix this. Purify me
1: That's right It says that These rugged traits Must be brought Under the chisel And hammer of God's Great workshop mm. And the grace of God Must smooth and polish Before we can be fitted For a place In the glorious temple
2: Wow So mm. he's, God's like With this chisel Chipping away At all these things Yes And it can be painful mm. You know I, God reveals a lot of things To me through my wife Character faults sure. God uses the Holy Spirit But yeah. he also uses My oh, wife I sometimes like for me too. but Maybe that's God <laughs> One of the reasons why he gave us wives, yeah. But um, but seriously, you know, sometimes you'll re- you know I've done something. You say, Colin, do you realise that you've done this? This, this, and I go, wow, I never saw it like that. Now I can do two things. I can react to that. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not like that. Or I can go, yeah, I am like that, and it sends you to your knees and say, God, please yes. fix this, purify this, mm-hmm. chisel this away out of me, prune it. Amen. You yeah. know. And so, do you see? Eventually, we've got to come to the place where we realize when trials come our way, nothing happens without God's permission. Mm. Just like in, um, uh, who was it, Job's day. You know, God has put a hedge around us. We don't realize how much of a hedge we have around us. But sometimes Satan, God allows Satan to attack, Mm. to reveal our characters, to see if we will curse God. And then God gives us an opportunity then to fix that. But eventually you'll come in, hey, there's a trial happening. You'll go, hey, God, you're allowing this trial to test out the character I pray, Lord, that I'll be able to hold firm. I pray that I'll be able to stand firm for you, Lord. And and you'll come to the point like James says, consider it pure joy. But
1: we also know that the forerunner, Jesus Christ, you know, he's walked the bloodstained path for us, and there is no temptation that has come upon us that he has not endured himself. He was tempted in all points as we are. And after making that statement that Jesus was tempted in all points as we are, yet without sin, it talks about him as our high priest in Hebrews chapter five. Who then says in Hebrews chapter 5 verse 7, who in the days of his flesh, this is Jesus when he was on this planet as a human being, when he had offered up prayers and supplication with vehement cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death Mm. and was heard because of his godly fear, it says, though he was a son. Yet he learned obedience by the things that he suffered. Mm. And what was he able to do by the things that he suffered? He went through this purifying process. Well, not because he had any sin, but he took our humanity into himself and he purified us in himself. Yes. So that's what it's saying, right? It says, and having been perfected, he became the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him. Mm. So whatever we are called on to do. Christ has already experienced that for us.
2: Well, he has. Like when he was, you know, people said things or whipped him or spat on him, or abused him. What does he say in the end? He says, "Father, forgive them, oh. for they know not what they're doing." So, any that's is supernatural, yeah. isn't it? That's supernatural. So, we need that supernatural experience as well. So, and when forgiveness. we, yeah. when we have, you know, I've experienced things, you know, outside the church and inside the church, mm. you know, persecution, and 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 you can either fight against it, which is your normal reaction, is to that's fight right. against yeah. it, or you can say. Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Mm. And rest in Jesus and allow God to take care of it. Yes. And it's hard, though, to do that. It is but, it's, hard. but that's what faith is. It's trusting in God to take care of it mm. for his promises.
1: I've I've experienced that you know when people have done it wrong to me and I think well I want justice and I'm, I'm yes. craving it almost to the point where I actually want revenge you know yes and I feel the strong bitterness but that bitterness does not produce the righteousness of God the Bible says you know the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God and what we need to do is just let go come to the Lord. See ourselves before him as we really are, that we need forgiveness. Mm. So it's like I owe a billion dollars. There's no way I can be paid back. Mm. Someone now owes me a hundred bucks, and I want to go and beat him up
2: for the hundred bucks. Well, there's a parable in that. <laughs> Jesus told a parable about that, <laughs> didn't That's he?
1: right, yeah. But I don't realize how much forgiveness I've received from the Lord. So if I've genuinely received his forgiveness, I should be
2: enabled,
1: because of God's love dwelling in my heart now, to forgive any other wrongs that people have done to and me. And
2: you know what? If you can't, it's— too hard ask God for his forgiveness Yeah God ask take this away from me Jesus yeah. give me your forgiveness mm. through me Towards that person and then you too go Father forgive them and father Forgive them if they don't know what they're doing
1: That's right and yeah
2: I, when you start praying that's what you said Pray for your enemies when you start praying mm-hmm. For your enemies it changes the way You look at them You don't see them as enemies anymore You see them as children of God Who, yeah. who, who need forgiveness as well And so I believe that you know God's People will come out of their latest sin condition
0: Mm. I think God
2: is leading us out of later condition And so first we've got to buy the ice of the spirit Yes Then we need the white raiment of Christ's righteousness And then we submit to God Allowing him to bring forth the pure God We submit and trust him That's what faith is is trusting God isn't it
1: That's right yes
2: And um, allowing him to bring forth the pure gold hmm. of Christ's character 100% in our lives So when this happens uh, God's last day people will be fitted for a place in the glorious temple now, some people learn this truth easier than others. However, if we surrender 100%, which means buy from God as he instructed them, mm. they'll be purified of sin. And God is faithful and will seek to work in the lives of all his children. Remember he tells us in Revelation 3 verse 19, remember he says, those he loves he rebukes and That's, chastens.
1: Yeah, therefore be zealous and repent. Yeah, That's only right.
2: God knows how much fire of tribulation is required to bring forth the pure gold. Hmm. He knows what's needed.
1: Well, that's what Peter says there, if needs be. You know, so we, we are purified through those trials if needs be. So it's only what we need. God is not going to purify us for something that doesn't need purification. So it's only what is required because I will have a different traits which God needs to chisel away. And if needs be, he will purify me there. But he won't take you through the same trial because you don't need it.
2: Well, you maybe you may I've already gone through it. Or you've already gone through it. That's yeah. true. Yeah. And this is one. This is wonderful um, quote from the book Faith and Works, page 86 by Ellen White. Where she talks about She says If the soul is to be purified And ennobled And make it fit For the heavenly courts There are two lessons To be learned Mm. Number one Self-sacrifice And number two Self-control And some learn These important lessons More easily than do others Mm. I know that Other people Lead it a lot easier Than I do For they are they are exercised by the simple discipline the Lord gives them in gentleness and love. Hmm. Others require the slow discipline of suffering that the cleansing fire may purify their hearts hmm. of pride and self-reliance. Sometimes God has to slowly just, it's going to be tough for this one. Yeah. But God will do what needs to be done to purify us.
1: Well, what I've learned is when the, when the, when the uh, test comes the first time, if you can actually endure it and, and, and you can be purified by it, The second test, if you miss that one, the second test will be harder. If you miss that one, the third test will be harder again. So we can actually make it easier on ourselves if we can just submit early on in the piece. Yes.
2: (laughs) And so it goes. That's what she says. She says, others require the slow discipline of suffering, Mm. that the cleansing fire may purify their hearts of pride and self-reliance. Yes. That is the bottom problem, self-reliance and pride, Mm. of earthly passion and self-love. That the true gold of character So that's what the gold is It's character, character We want, right. And we God wants us to have the character of Jesus mm. May appear that m- they may become victors Through grace of Christ However we can be assured Our Heavenly Father only allows in our life That which will work for our good And for his glory mm. And Romans chapter 8 verse 28 says that doesn't it It says he lets all things work to his, Together for good For, for good. those
1: who loved God and are called by his purpose according, according to his purpose
2: That's right yes. That's right And um, another one This is another great um, verse from the Spirit of Prophecy It's called Bible Echo and Signs of the Times." She wrote this in October 1, 1889 in paragraph 6
1: mm. And it says There is eloquence in the quiet and consistent life of a pure, true, unadulterated Christian we shall have temptations as long as we are in this world, but instead of injuring us, they will only be turned to our advantage mm. if resisted.
2: Wow, what a promise! You were just saying that, weren't you? Yeah, they can be turned to our advantage
1: if resisted. Yeah, and it says the bounds are a place where Satan cannot pass. That talk, what you spoke about again, God has put a hedge around Job, and He's put a hedge around us as mm. well. So they are bounds place. Now, looks, our, our foe is very powerful. You know that that song, "A Mighty Fortress" is our God. In there, uh, Martin Luther writes about the power of our foe is great, but God restricts his power. And I don't think the devil would like us to know how much God actually restricts his power Matter of fact, God even gives authority over the power of the devil to us Yes, he does
2: in Luke, the book of Luke, he says that Yeah, that's right So what what else does she say there?
1: It says, okay, so the bounds are placed where Satan cannot pass He may prepare the furnace that consumes the dross But instead of injuring us, it can only bring forth the gold (laughs) of character
2: purer than before the trial So these trials that God allows and Satan comes and brings on us Actually work to our advantage Mm. and strengthen us so that we even have more the character of God. It works against him. Apparent defeat is
1: always turning to victory. And, you know, the devil exalted when Jesus died on the cross. He thought he'd won the battle, but that was actually his biggest defeat.
2: Okay. How's that? It can only bring forth the gold of character, pure than before the trial. Mm. And I think Malachi describes the same process, doesn't he, with the following words in Malachi chapter 3. Verse 2 to 4
1: Yes, says But who may abide The day of his coming And who shall stand When he appears
2: Now this is also Spoken of in Revelation chapter 6, same questions asked. That's right. Who's able to stand? Mm. So who's able to stand? Okay,
1: so who shall be able to stand when he appears? That's at the second coming of Christ. For he is like a refiner's fire. So here's the fire mentioned, and like full of soap. So there's the washing away of sin. Mm-hmm. And he shall sit as a refiner and purifier of silver. And he shall purify the sons of Levi and purge them as gold and silver that they may offer unto the Lord an offering made in righteousness. Mm. Then shall the offering of Judah and Jerusalem be pleasant unto the Lord, as in the days of old, as in former
2: years. Wow. So this is talking about the last days. And Revelation chapter 6 talks about it. Who's able to stand? Mm -hmm. Well, The only people able to stand are those who have been purified like gold. That's right. That's why Jesus says you need... We need the gold of character of faith and love mm, and it's sort of
1: standing in the day of Jesus Christ as well. so the whole purifying process from now until that day is what God is wanting to take us through that's right, so that we have that faith that works by love now which the, prob- the Agapa Now love what was the God. problem
2: though with the later church is they thought they were okay, they don't need the purifying. Hey, we've got everything, I've got everything I need. They didn't
1: know they didn't think they were poor, no they said they were rich and
2: have been enriched not wretched, not blind they don't Not naked. I don't need any purifying. I don't, you know, and so it's difficult for God to work with people, and that's why He says, in the end, I've, I I spew you out of my mouth, mm. like vomit. The word is used as well. Yeah. So, but those who endure this purifying process, which results in the pure gold of Christ's character, will be able to stand when He appears. Mm. However, those who are deceived by Satan's omega apostasy or deception, yeah, refuse to hear God's call to come out of Laodicea. To a life of perfect obedience to God's commandments and will not be able to stand or survive the second coming of Christ. Mm. So God gives us a choice: go on this journey, this purifying process, or don't and don't be deceived by their meager apostasy yes. that I can't do what I promise I can do. And um, why why is it that they're not ready? Because sin is still residing in their life. Mm. They have not entered into the purifying experience which would allow Christ to present them faultless before the presence of his glory. Amen. In Jude 24. Yeah. And Christ's glory, when he returns, will be a consuming fire to sin and sinners. Let's read that in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 8. So that's 2 Thessalonians 2, verse
1: 8. It says, And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of
2: his coming. Well, there you go. See? So sin and sinners will be destroyed at the brightness of the coming. That's why Mm. Jesus, our sins need to be transferred, all of them, to the Lamb, Jesus, and to the blood and to the heavenly sanctuary. Mm. And we know that it says in um, Acts chapter 3 that when the time of refreshing comes, those sins will be blotted out. That's the right, the heavenly oh, praise well,
1: God, looking forward to that day yeah. Yes. Wonderful, so we, every time it refers to here And they're, they're purifying and refreshing And those who will not survive it Always talking about the glory and the majesty of Christ's second coming Because he comes in his own glory The glory of his Father and the glory of the holy angels Now in Second Peter chapter 3 The Apostle Peter Because we've read similar things from Paul We've read similar things from the Apostle John Yep. Apostle Peter in Second Peter chapter 3 Talks about the day of the Lord And what it will be like and this is reading from verse 10, 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 10. It says, But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens will pass away. They'll do this with a great noise, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. So there'll be a lot of heat, and the elements will melt. It says, Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burnt up. Now uses wow. this interesting word, Therefore, you always got to ask when you see the word "therefore." What is it therefore? So it's based on what I've just said, what I've just told you. There. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, I mean that is a lot of heat. So the earth will be dissolved. Yes. What manner of persons ought you to be? So what kind of person you have to be so you can survive this in holy conduct hmm. and godliness. Then it says, looking for and hastening the coming of the day of the Lord. Because what delays the coming of the Lord? Well, it's the maturity of the plant. It's only when the harvest is ripe that Christ will ready. come. We're not ready. We're not ready. ready for the latter rain. So We're not, we not ready. So we can actually hasten it by allowing the Lord to do the work that he does and heeding the message
2: to the latest in church. But So we've got to allow Christ to purify ourselves. Mm. And I love Ellen White quotes on this verse. Uh, she says, purpose in affliction. He yeah. does not forget or neglect his children, but he permits the wicked to reveal their true character. Mm. Then, this is from the great controversy, uh Forty-eight. Yes. That none who desire to do his will may be deceived concerning them. Again, the righteous are placed in the furnace of affliction, Mm. that they themselves may be purified, that their example may convince others of the reality of faith and godliness, and also that their consistent course may condemn the ungodly and unbelieving. God, Mm. purifying is good for us. Yes. Because it's going to prepare us for what's coming upon this earth. Mm. So, you know, let your prayer be, Lord, Purify me Search my heart Take me through this process Of preparing me for the latter rain Let the gold be purified The Mm. character that I I want to represent And you know First thing you need though Is let Jesus in Yes Ask Jesus Come in through me Through the baptism of the Holy Spirit So it's not I live That Christ lives in me And then Lord Give me your righteousness You're imputed And you're imparted Ask for it Jesus Mm. says Ask Amen And then Then go through that purifying process of being refined in the fire And That's if you right. do this Jesus says You'll be overcomers And you'll, you'll sit on his throne When he comes
1: Wow what a beautiful promise What a beautiful incentive and encouragement But ultimately To be loving and lovable Christians Sometimes we have to go through These purifying fathers So mm. that the dross can be taken away And the purified goal Which is faith working by love May be manifested Because, I mean, I can say at times I have not always had that character of love. At times I've been annoyed. Sometimes I've been upset behind the wheel when I've been driving. But by the grace of God, he's able to transform and change it and take those character defects away from us. So that even under pressure and even under, uh, you know, uh, provocation, Mm. we can stay calm and patient and have the fruit of the Spirit still manifested That's in That's why lives. you need
2: the eye self though, so that you can see those things when it happens. Oh yeah. yes, I've got a problem with impatience. I've got a problem with unforgiveness. Mm. I've got a problem with lust. Yeah. Only the eye self can really see your true condition. That's true. But if you don't have the eye self, you don't think there's anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: And a lack of self-awareness as well. And this is what the latest seen message brings to us, to, to create that awareness as we look at Jesus Christ and we see our own defects. Dear listener, we're just going to share our contact details with you now and we'll be back right after this message. Stay tuned.
0: Thank you for joining us on You Shall Receive Power. If you would like more information about today's program or if you have any questions, please contact 3ABN Australia Radio by phoning 0249 73 3456 or you can send an email to radio at 3abnaustralia.org.au. You can also contact us on our 3ABN Australia Radio Facebook page. We look forward to hearing from you.
1: Dear listener, welcome back. We were just discussing the day of the Lord and what kind of persons we ought to be in holy conduct and godliness as it says in 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 11. Then it says that we are to look for and hasten the coming of the day of the Lord in which the heavens will be dissolved, being on fire, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. But it says, nevertheless, we, according to his promises, look for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells.
2: And therefore, it says, beloved, looking forward to these things, be diligent to be found by him in peace without spot and blameless. Uh, and consider that the long suffering our Lord is salvation.
1: Mm. As also,
2: so also Paul speaks about that that's as right, well. Yeah,
1: God's long suffering,
2: and that's what we're talking about. This purifying process in Malachi chapter three, verse two to four, that those who endure the purifying process, mm. which results in the pure God of Christ's character, will be able to stand when He appears. Amen. However, those who are deceived by Satan's amigo deception, and refuse to hear God's call to come out of the latest season, later season of the life. To perfect obedience to God's commandments will not be able to stand or survive the second coming of Jesus mm. uh, because sin is still residing in it. So, my prayer is that you will go on this journey with Jesus and He will purify you and present you faultless.
1: Amen. So, dear listener, we pray that God will continue to guide, lead, and draw you and bless you as you work on this journey until that day. We look forward to catching up with you next time. God bless.